This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. What do we have going on today, Kyle? Well, today, we're going to continue our book review, and we are in the a different look at the monetary value of a college degree section. Mm-hmm. Nelson's pretty strong, has a pretty strong opinion here, doesn't he? Yeah, and we he relates this to infinite banking, and we will too, but yeah, this is a lot of opinion-based stuff here. Yep. So let's get into it. Um, Nelson is talking about what if instead of spending all this money to go to college, that's that amount of money is going to be different for everybody. What if instead... We taught somebody how to uh, become their own banker, use that money to fund a life insurance policy, and use it throughout their life. Yeah, and he's saying that you can also use that money to then go to college if that's something that you think you need to do. But he's saying that we're just kind of ingrained, programmed to think that you must go to college, you must get a degree, you must get a job, you must work for money, things like that. It's just something that when you go to high school, like, you know, when you're a sophomore or junior, everybody starts asking you, well, where are you going to go to college? What do you want to do? Yeah. And this sort of stuff. And to be honest, like, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to be doing at that point in time. I think it's, yeah, very unlikely that people, when you're 18, 19, that you you know what you want to do the rest of your life. And I also don't think that, you know, picking one thing to do your whole life is probably, you know, good anyways. I mean... You're going to pick one thing to do from age 18 until 65, 70. I mean, how likely is that that you're going to love that the whole time? There's a lot of people that burn out and, mm-hmm. you know, they get, I mean, I have friends already that are just in their late 20s and, you know, are starting to get burned out and stuff. It's like, well, now what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, other friends went to college. They couldn't even get a, a job in, in the degree or the field that they studied. Yeah, and they're paying that school debt on, and they're with with a job that's not even part of that degree. You know, they went to college for psychology, and they're flipping burgers at Burger King now. <laughs> I mean, maybe not that dramatic, but it's that's a fact. I mean, they they were told that oh, you're going to get this salary, but where's it at? Where's the job? Here's a big problem that I have, Kyle. Is when those people come in from colleges, their job is to tell you about programs and things that they have at the college. And why they'd be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Um, but then what they go into leads to talking about salaries and, and how much more that you're going to make after you go through this program. But they don't tell you that that's not the salary that you start out as. Yeah, That's the salary that people that have been in that profession for 20 years maybe are getting. Mm-hmm. I, I have friends that were very disappointed at at the salary that they got when they entered a job, they're like, whoa, this is not at all what I was told. Mm -hmm. And then another problem is if you say that, well, I'm not sure I'm going to go to college. I'm going to go mentor with somebody or do something along the lines. You get shot down by a lot of people because there's a lot of people that spent a lot of money on going to college and they want to justify that. You know, I, I went to college myself and gained very little out of it. There was, you know, you get the social interaction that, oh, that's so important. What's that worth? I mean, you know, it might be important. Spent a lot of time partying. I mean, yeah, you know, a, a lot. 
a lot more time partying than learning. And I even tried to learn. I took classes that challenged me or I thought they would or would get something out of them. And man, I have learned so much more going to conferences and reading books than I ever did at the university. Well, and I think that goes back to the fact that you're choosing something that you're interested in to learn. Whereas you can pick a course at a college, but there's a professor still dictating what materials you're going to go over in that course. And if you're not very interested in it, it's pretty hard to learn about something. And also just because a university has a study or whatever, they, you know, they're going to tell you that's, that's the truth. And it's not. I remember I had a class at the university where they said, oh yeah, rotating your cattle, you know, every three to four weeks, you know, is about the same as doing it every day. Like, there's no way. That is not even close. It's not even in the realm. But here, that's what they're spouting off to people. Well, that, that person that's teaching that class has their own opinions of, of what they want to teach, you know, and how they teach it. And then it's just inevitable that you can find some study somewhere that will back up what you say, you know, because no, every study is dictated by who is financing the study. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. you got to pay attention to stuff like that. A lot, yeah. And, and especially in today's world, I mean, with all this wild stuff going on, I mean, so you just got to use what common sense you can and just, and go with it. Yep. And, you know, what, what is the solution to this? Okay, we're listing out all the problems, okay? Well, okay, one, one more thing before that, since we're kind of on the, the list of problems, then we'll go on to a solution. Uh, another thing is, in high school, we're, we're forced to read these things in literature, at least I was, yeah. where I went to school, and I did not care whatsoever about that material. The teacher wanted us to read 50 pages a night, at the time, I was a pretty slow reader, and that would have taken me probably two hours to get through. Thank God for Spark Notes. Spark Notes were a savior. <laughs> and I mean, you just, it like trains you to hate reading. It a trains you to hate, hate learning. Yeah, for reading. But it's what I found finally after, after learning about the infinite banking concept is that I didn't hate reading. I just hated the stuff that I was forced to read in school, mm-hmm. and then I was tested on it. Yeah, I mean, that put a horrible taste on my mouth reading. I don't think I really read a full book until my senior year in college from high school. And I'm not proud of that, you know. I mean, now I absolutely love reading. But yeah, that just puts a horrible taste in everybody's mouth. Because you're just used to reading BS that doesn't matter. Yeah, and and me too. Like, I, I, like now I struggle to find time to read, but it's like I, I want to, you know. I got to huge reading list of things that I want to get to. Yeah. So never ending. for me, it's like, it's, it's the complete opposite now. It's like, wow, I, I really enjoy reading <laughs> and what I gain from it. Yeah. So, yep. They try to put you in a one size fits all reading, whatever. Oh yeah. You need to read this Shakespeare because whatever reason. And honestly, Kyle, I don't remember anything. I don't either. I don't even remember the titles of the books that I read. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, Okay, but anyways, we, we've talked a ton about the problem, the problem, the problem. Um, here, here's a potential solution that I see. Um, what if instead of kids having to make up their mind, pick a, pick a degree that they want to go and study at college, what if they just go to work and, and they, they do something for a while, three months, six months, nine months, see if they even like it? At that point in time, maybe they need to go to college. Maybe they don't. Maybe they learned enough on the, on the job that they can just continue learning there and, and be fine. And they could take that money that they saved from not going to college, start putting a life insurance policy and, you know, 
have a place where they're building their financing capability for the rest of their life. They're building up their ability to start performing the banking function in their life. Yeah. I mean, there's paid mentorships, you know, they could go pay to work for people and see if they like it or not and take those profits, stick in a life insurance policy or, or whatever. There's paid mentorships. There's also ones that are free or that'll pay you even. I mean, a lot of these guys, um, and I'm speaking from my own uh, knowledge and stuff, like I listen to a lot of podcasts now. There's a lot of guys that they're doing interesting stuff in agriculture and like they're happy. They need hands on their farms and ranches to get work done. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll, they're happy to trade, um, you know, teaching you for, you know, some of some of their time. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I could go back and instead of going to college, go work for John Kempf, I mean, the rate of return on that would be unimaginable. You know, I mean, people like him are just so full of knowledge, and I would even pay, you know, to go work for a yeah. guy like that, you know? I just listened to a podcast. He was getting interviewed. He, uh, he said he reads three to five books a week and 50 white papers. That's just, that's just on average what he does a week. Yep. And, uh, he said, if the material isn't too deep and I can get a good understanding of it, I can read a hundred pages an hour. If you're in the, whoa, yeah, if you're really into agriculture, regenerative agriculture, you should check out the regenerative agriculture podcast by John Kempf. It is absolutely excellent. Yeah. That's, that's some really fun learning. He's the guy that, you know, colleges should be, you know, taking his stuff that he is teaching and teaching it to kids. He's actually applying it and seeing the results mm-hmm. um, with farmers, with people, not just in small little trials. He's doing it with other producers at a large scale. But his downfall is he doesn't have Bayer or any of the other big ag companies, you know, behind him, like some of these college programs do. Right. Then and the not science behind financed that. by that. So, yep. Okay. Um, what about the end here, Kyle? Um, Nelson goes over a section here um, with Susie Q student talking about, well, what if instead of going to medical college, what would the value of, of her parents, you know, be if she funds a life insurance policy, they teach her about the banking function and stuff. Yeah. So he, he says like, instead of her going to college, what if she, you know, funded this policy, found something she wanted to do, she could eliminate the need for expensive malpractice insurance. She could, eliminate the need to establish a retirement plan. She doesn't have to worry about if social security runs out and she can take that money that she's saved from not going to college that she's putting this life insurance policy. And this is an example that he uses. You know, she could, she could buy cars and lease them out to all the professors at, that teach at these medical schools because you know, they're all driving new cars and you know, she could make money on her leases like and, that. And, and I'm going to go back to something that Nelson says early on in the book. The infinite banking concept, you have to use imagination, imagination, reason, and logic. Use your imagination. If What if there's a business that you want to start? You could use this to fund that business. Um, mm-hmm. The other problem with school, we're not taught to use our imag- imagination. We're taught to... Uh, <laughs> you got you to gotta look through the book, find the answer, you know, and, and that's just, that, that's all it is. It's memorization, like you're going to say. And, and, you know, a lot of you guys could attest to that, I bet. You know, how many times would you study something, you know, and maybe the chapter was like a week or a week and a half. All of a sudden the test is coming up. So you spend an hour going through, checking things out, trying to memorize it. And after that, the knowledge is just out the door. Gone. You care less about it. Yep. 
I mean, it's it's just sad. If if you can spend time learning about something you're interested in, it is so much more fun and so much more rewarding. And if you're still if you still hate reading, give it a, give it one more chance. You know, find something that you're interested in, like becoming your own banker, farming without the bank. Give that give those books a chance and you know, read it and see see if maybe oh, maybe I don't hate reading. My goodness, Kyle, think about this. If you could take just two hours a night for five days, you don't even have to do this on the weekend, read those two books, what could that do to change your financial future for the rest of your life? It would be unrecognizable. I mean, it's, you're just, that's all it would take. That's two Netflix shows that we, we just don't watch. For those, you can watch them on the weekend, but just. And you can binge on the weekend because I'm not saying you have to take two hours on the weekend. Yep. <laughs> But anyways, after you guys read those books, reach out to us, ask us questions. I mean, we, we're here to answer them. Um, we don't charge anything to do that. We're only paid by the insurance companies when we put business in force. So yeah, yeah. Give us a call if this is something you're interested in learning more about. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you have questions, if it's, if it's a popular one, we can add them onto the podcast and share it with other people yep. because uh, a lot of times people have the same type of questions. For us. If you have the question, it's likely someone else does too. Yep. There's no dumb question because, you know, if you don't know about something and you aren't aware of it, it's, it's just, you got to know. So, yep. Anyways, that's all we have for this section of the book. I think anything you want to add, Kyle? Nope. Thanks for tuning in this week and we'll be back next week. All right. See you guys. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.